What a show! What a show! Oh, God, I'm not even going to fake it. As you can hear, I still have my cold a bit. I'll talk about that as we get into the show, but at least we got a podcast up this time. It, it was borderline, everybody, okay? It was borderline whether I would was going to be able to do it. So uh, I'm glad we did. Here we are, and what a show. We're going to be talking about uh, creepy things that happen inside the womb. Ooh, yeah, wait till you hear this weird in-the-womb story. Uh, also, uh, we're going to be uh, doing a crazy news story. This one cracked me up. Somebody did something in a hotel room that involved fire and blow-ups and <laughs> fresh beef or fresh meat. It's just so ridiculous. You got to hear it. Also, we're going to be taking some of your phone calls, uh, some pavement pounder phone calls. Um we're going to get uh, get those from you. And also, I'm going to be talking about the question of the day here on the Harland Highway today. Uh, have you ever avoided doing something that you know would have turned into a bad habit for you? You know it would have been negative or derogatory or not in your best interest. So we'll be talking about, about that on the question of the day. And did I mention phone calls from the Pavement Pounders? Yeah, there's some real winners today. But we're all winners, aren't we? Right here on the Harland Highway. I have an announcement to make. You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up! I want my environment to be a product of me. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. So, who do I have to fuck to get off this phone? I can get you off. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah, you're a cantaloupe. Shame, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk. When I'm drunk, I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're gonna get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man! What's about you? I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit, and you know it. What, 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 what? Okay, gang, uh, bear with me. I think you can hear it in my voice. I still have the cold. Last week, it knocked me right out. And I wasn't able to do a podcast for y'all. And it broke my heart. It tortured me. I don't not like to do the podcast. But man, when you when you have one of those wicked colds that's going around and you're just down on your butt. Oh, you just, you can't do it. You sound like holy hell. I still sound like holy hell. It's a week later, but I'm not sounding as bad as I sounded last week. And I'm not coughing as much, so, so I was like, I, I gotta struggle through it. I gotta, I gotta put one up for the gang, for the pavement pounders. And so here we go, here we go. And I thought I'd start the show with something that made me laugh. I was reading something online, and uh, I thought I, I gotta, I gotta share this. Um. It's a crazy news story, and here's the headline. Motel guest arrested 
for burning unwanted ham in trash can, <laughs> causing explosion. <laughs> First of all, how many of you have checked into a hotel and had a ham with you? Okay. I mean, uh, you know, you, you bring a you bring a bag, you bring a suitcase, you bring your laptop. You bring your, your earplugs, you bring your cell phone, you bring some shoes, you don't bring a ham, okay? And not only did you bring a ham, but you don't want it after you bring it. Here's the story. Uh, it says she must be a vegetarian, an Alabama woman who didn't want the ham her family gave her, set it on fire and threw it in a trash can, causing an explosion at the motel she was living at. Okay, first of all, if you're living at a hotel, things aren't going right. And second of all, you know, couldn't you just have thrown it in the garbage? Did you have to did you have to light it on fire? And then I got to ask, has anyone heard of a ham exploding? I mean, did her family marinate it in in uh, gasoline before they you know, gave it to her? Maybe it's a sign. Yeah, we don't like Margaret. You know, let's uh, let's soak a giant Easter ham in gasoline, and uh, when she goes to put it in the oven, boom, she's gone. Um, here's the story. Beverly Burrow Harrison, 62, was arrested on charges of first-degree arson for the incident that took place at the Bomar Inns in Athens. So it's not even like a, a lowly Motel 6, okay? It's a place called the Bomar Inns. You know, it's, it's one of those old 1960s, 1970s single level. You know, you, you'd probably see them along Route 66. They got the sign out front, you know, we offer HBO TV and a hot tub. Phones in every room, like they're so out of date, right? The signs are old. You know, the place just looks like it's $20 a night. According to police, Harrison took her dog and left the motel room after the ham began smoking without alerting anyone <laughs> to the fire. The, fire. the fire caused a can of butane fuel to explode <laughs> blowing out the front wall of the room. <laughs> oh, this cracks me up. Like a ham, folks. We live in a world where ISIS is blowing up airplanes. You know, we've got bombers, the Boston Marathon bomber. We've got we've got people blowing up airports. And here's this chick blowing out a wall of a hotel with a glazed ham. Uh, it says no injuries were reported. Nobody, nobody got any, took any sh ham shrapnel, thank God. But the fire caused extensive damage to the room. Yeah, looking at this hotel, probably a whole $12. Harrison is being held at the Limestone County Jail following her Saturday arrest and faces life in prison if convicted. What? Come on. Are you kidding me? There, there's, there's people that do way worse stuff. 
You, you, you're telling me you, you blow out a wall with some Easter meat and you can do life? That ain't right, man. That shows you how unjust, you know, things are in this country. So you've got drug dealers, you've got white collar criminals, you know, you know the kind the guys that scam corporations. Right? You know the the guys that uh you know that uh scam, you know, a hundred billion dollars from a, a big uh big corporation and, and they get like seven years or four years. That's billions of dollars. This woman blows up a ham and she's looking at life? Come on, man. Yikes. So there you go. I had to start the show with the with the uh, blowing up the ham story. Um, I love it, man. Very, very funny. So uh, word to the wise. Uh, don't don't uh, burn a ham in your house. Don't burn a ham in your house near... Near the, uh, you know, the the, the uh, butane fuel. Just do your do all your ham burning outside where you're supposed to do it out in a field. Light up, get a great big pit in a field and throw your ham in it and burn it. There you go. Crazy news story. Oh my God, I am such a huge fan. I love you so much. It's Superstar. You did amazing. And I love you so much. This is Gavin from Exeter, California. I love you so much. See, now you're wondering why the hell did I play that call? Well, uh, it's obvious. It sounds like somebody else has a cold. Did, did you hear? So I mean, it was a wonderful call. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for the compliments. But but what really made me connect to it was you sound as nasally and as stuffed up as I am. And I love you so much. This is Gavin from Exeter, California. I love you so much. Right? I love you so much. He definitely has a cold like I do. So I thought, you know, this would be perfect. Perfect to play. But there's another phone call I got, which was interesting. It was a couple that called me, and they call themselves the Pod Couple, and they phoned to talk about a bit that I did a few weeks ago about you know falling asleep and your mouth hanging open and your tongue going dry. And I guess uh, the, the Pod Couple decided they wanted to kind of have their own little conversation about it. So I thought it was kind of fun, and so here's the pod couple talking about my dry tongue or whatever. Have a listen. I'm Pod Guy. Hey, and I'm Pod Gal. Hey, and we're the pod couple. That's fantastic. It's time for our segment called Phoning It In with Harlan Williams. And this is it. So, Harlan... 
This is the portion of our podcast that we phone you and we talk to you and we dream that you are a guest on our podcast. So what are we talking to Harlan about now? Well, what I want to talk about is a couple of things. He said that using the furnace at night or the air conditioner on high at night gives you dry tongue. But isn't it worth it? If you can stay warm or stay cold, I don't mind dry tongue, right? Well, have you woken up with dry tongue from using the furnace? I get it all the time. I've never had dry tongue. Well, then you're not living. <laughs> and I've used a furnace. And Constantly. Yes, and I've also used air conditioning throughout because I lived in the desert for so many years. Wow, well, I'm surprised you haven't had dry tongue. I've never, I can't even imagine what dry tongue is. I I just learned of the term. Well, have you ever had dry mouth? I've had dry mouth. Well, then it can't be too far from dry tongue, right? My tongue has never felt dry. <laughs> it's always wet, isn't it? It's the perfect state of moisture. It's like its own little environment, and it, it does what it needs to do to keep it perfect. Well, Harland, what do you think of dry tongue? <laughs> we know what he thinks. He thinks it stems from using the furnace and using the air conditioner on high. Well, what's he going to do? Have a glass of water on his nightstand? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's something that is something. I'd like to know how many other people have experienced hashtag dry tongue. Well, maybe um, it's all those cigars that he smoked. Oh, good his point. Sombrero. Yes, and then of course with that sombrero being parallel, that smoke is just—it can't go up; it just goes straight, straight back. Straight to the tongue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it goes straight to the tongue. I know. No, it does. Yeah. Well, Harland, thanks for being on the Pod Couple. We appreciate it. Join us next time for a round of Let's Chat with Aunt Ruthie. What? No, it's called. Um, Phoning it in with Harland Williams. <laughs> yeah, good point. Sorry. But on that, on my note, I would love to have Aunt Ruthie in that chair. Besides. Well, well you never know who's going to show up, right? <laughs> good points. Could be Campfire Kimmy. So, yeah, thanks for joining us for calling it in with Harland Williams. Thanks, Harland. <laughs> Thank you, pod guy and pod gal. Um. Oh man, that that just amused me. Thank you. That was a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, amazed that nobody else has had dry tongue, where you just wake up and you're—I don't know if you've been snoring all night, or your mouth's been hanging open, or you like me—you got a cold, so you can't breathe through your nose, so you're—you <laughs> know—you pant through your mouth all night, and your tongue just goes drier than an old piece of shoe leather. So there you go. Um, Let's let's move on here, shall we? Thank you for the calls. Let's do one more call. Do we have another one, Raj? Let's do one more phone call. I, lo I love getting phone calls. By the way, if you ever want to call me, 323-739-4330, uh, you can leave a little message. It's only about a two-minute long answering machine, but, you know, if you want to say something short or long or you got two minutes to do it, so uh, get on there, 323-739-4330, okay? Cool. Oh, my God, I'm such a huge fan. 
Okay. Thank you so much. Roger. You did Rod, amazing. R- Roger, we played that message. Yeah. Roger. I love you so much. Come. This is Gavin from Exeter, California. We, I love you Roger, so much. play a different one. We already played that message, please. God. Hey, Harlan. It's Ethan from Dallas again. Uh, I was giving you a call because we're playing poker tonight, but uh, we could really use another guy. So give me a call if you can play and stuff. Chicken. Chow mein, baby. Uh, okay, uh, listen, dude. Uh, you, you might want to leave your phone number next time. Uh, you know, I I can't really play if I can't reach you, man. Uh, but speaking of 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 poker, poker. I barely know her. Hello. Um, poker is one of those things in life. I don't know if you've ever purposely avoided doing something in life or learning something in life. But poker is one of those things where I was just like, uh-uh, no way. That That's that's a game where you can lose tons of your money. You can win money, but you know how gambling goes. Once you win money, you think you're good at it, and then you chase it, and then you lose it, and then you chase the money you lose, and next thing you know, you've lost everything, and you're standing there looking like a dork. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to learn to play poker on purpose. I've... I've been invited to so many poker games. Like I have a bunch of buddies who play and it seems like a lot of fun. It seems like a bonding thing. It's the guys sit around and, and play poker, you know, and, um, and you know, I, I, I guess I missed that part, but I've also been asked to play in a lot of like celebrity tournaments and, and, you know, benefits and things like this. I've even been, been, you know, offered to, to, to play in, in tournaments where they put up the money for me. They're like, oh, yeah, just come and play. We'll uh, we'll give you like uh, $3,000 in chips and you, you play and, uh, you know, it's a celebrity thing. And, uh, and, and yeah, and, and I play for a charity or something and then I'm hooked. I'm like, oh, wow, this was fun. Boy, did I ever like poker. Poker? I barely know her. Hello. Um... So I purposely have avoided playing poker. So, uh, dude, even though you want me to come and play poker with you and you didn't leave your number, I guess it's a good thing because uh, I'm, I'm not coming. Even if I knew how to play, even if I had your number, I wouldn't come. I, I'm staying away from just another bad habit in life. Have any of you done that? Maybe that's a, that's a good Harland Highway question of the day. Have you ever uh, known there's something out there you wanted to try or do, but you you purposely knew it would probably take you in a bad direction, down a wrong pathway in life, so you, you decided to avoid it even though you knew it could have maybe been fun? Um, you know? So there you go. Uh, let me know if, if that's another thing you can call me about. If you think you, uh, if you think maybe there's something in life you avoided on purpose, let's let's hear your story. Three two three seven three nine four three three zero. Yes. Hey, Harlan, you got some of that tasty corn beef? I know you got some of that corn beef, baby. I love to try some of your corned beef. I want you to know if you want to try some of my corned beef. 
Mike going to be a little bit on the spicy side. You know, baby? So how's it going with you, honey child? Huh? When you going to come down here, baby, and bring some of that calm beef? Huh? All right, baby. Take care. Take care and keep that calm beef of yours nice and warm. Bye-bye. Whoa. Whoops, a corned beef? Fresh corned beef? I, I don't know what you're... Are you referring to, like, store-bought corned beef? Or, sir, are you... Or, wait a minute. Are you referring to something else? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When you going to come down here, baby, and bring some of that Yikes. beef, huh? I hope he doesn't want to take my corned beef into a hotel and throw it in a garbage can and light it on fire and blow up a wall. Yikes. I want you to know if you want to try some of my corned beef. My corned beef's a little bit on the spicy side. Okay, Raj, let's let's just jump to another phone message. Something way more positive, something way more upbeat and not quite so creepy, okay? Oh my god, I Roger. Oh, I love you so much. Not it's this difficult. one. You did amazing. We already did stuck. Get it and off. Go. I love you so much. Roger! Get it off, God! Let's do it. Do we have another story we can do or something? Good Lord, man. You just know how to grind it. Stop playing that one. Let's do another funny story. That one at the top was good. Let, let Do we got another good news story? Yeah? Yeah, bring it up on my screen here. I want to read it. Here we go. Okay, this is this is really, really weird. This is a cool, weird story, but... Uh, Man, this could be like the, the beginnings of a horror movie script. Um, here's the headline on this story. This one. This woman is her own twin sister. This is so bizarre, man. Um, let me read you the story here. And uh, you tell me if this isn't like the makings of a really good horror script. Like one of those scary psycho freaky uh movies so so here it is this woman is her own twin sister this woman was born with unique birthmark and learned she's her own twin sister she said we fused together in the womb she thought it was a birthmark ever since taylor was a little girl she longed to have a twin sister the singer and model would often ask her mother where whether she was a twin and became obsessed with dressing just like her friends Years later, she learned that her wish had already come true. Uh, she grew up believing a discoloration on her stomach was simply a birthmark. And after years of battling autoimmune issues, she went to a doctor who diagnosed her with a rare disorder in which a person has two sets of DNA. In her case, she lives with the DNA of her fraternal twin, whom she absorbed in her mother's womb. Ooh. Her mother knew never knew because she opted for a natural pregnancy and never had an ultrasound uh, and therefore didn't know there was twins. So now this girl carries her twin's DNA in her own body with two different bloodstreams and immune systems. 
Um, her body is constantly working to fight off the twin cells as it recognizes them as foreign. Ooh, imagine that. She says, I actually felt relief. I felt freedom because for the first time in my life, I knew why my stomach looks the way it does. I guess uh, this this is what she said after she, she learned that she was kind of carrying her own twin. Isn't that weird? Her, st- her, her, her body absorbed her twin sister in the womb? Ooh, it's almost like it's almost like a parallel would be those nature videos where you where you see baby eaglets in a in a big eagle's nest. And one of the eaglets gets bigger than the other and starts pecking the other one to death and then like pushes it over the side of the nest and kills it. Because it's survival of the fittest, there's only enough room in the nest for one eaglet. A lot of bird species do that where they well, the, the bigger, stronger bird will cannibalize the little, the littler one. Ooh, and that's kind of what it feels like happened here, man. Like uh, one of the babies in the womb was like, you know what? I'm not into sharing, man. Uh, all this, uh, all this fluid, all all these womb juices, and it's a little cramped in here too. It's tight. I want to spread out. Daddy wants to spread his wings. I think I'll just absorb my twin. Right into my stomach. And if you can see a picture, I'll describe the picture of the girl. It's like a picture of six-pack down the middle of her stomach. And one side of the six-pack, the left side of her six-pack, is all red. It looks like she has like uh, rosepecia or whatever the hell that skin ailment is. You know where your skin gets kind of rosy colored? But I guess that that's where the twin was absorbed. So you can kind of see where the twin sister melted into the other sister. And what I find really creepy is that the other sister that got absorbed didn't just roll over and die. She said, well, screw you. I'm going to put up a fight, and I'm going to – I can't fight you from the outside. I'm going to fight you from the inside, sister. And my DNA is going to, like, do battle with your DNA, and and I might not have hands and feet and eyes and a brain, but – but I have I have DNA and I have a blood type and we're gonna we're gonna fight your DNA and blood type inside your body for the rest of your life so you never forget me, biatch. So pretty cool. That's pretty creepy stuff. Or any any of you screenwriters out there, any of you horror uh, horror movie fanatics, I, th- I think there could be something there for you. That's really odd, man. I I didn't even know that kind of stuff could happen. Really, really creepy. Mike gonna be a little bit on the spicy side. Ooh, wah. Okay, enough. I, th- I think we gotta end the show right there. It's getting this. This show somehow took a real creepy turn, like hams blowing up and t- twins and and fresh corned beef and dry tongues and God, it sounds like a a deli. Sounds like a like a deli from hell where all these horrible meats and. <laughs> Body parts just went off the rails, man. Scary. Um, anyways, let's do a few quick announcements. Uh, I will be doing some stand-up comedy uh, in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live in the middle of May. May 17, 18, and 19. That is such a great club. Please come uh, come out if you're around. Uh, that's Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona, May 17, 18, 19. 
good times. And then in the middle of June, June 14, 15, 16, I'll be at a club up in Canada, in Winnipeg, Canada, called Rumors. Rumors, it's not a rumor. It's a real club. I've been there, and it's a great club too. So uh, check that out. And in July, middle of July, I'll be in... uh, in uh, Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities. Such a great club. That's a beautiful club. Uh, that'll be uh, July 12th, 13th, and 14th. So some really good stand-up comedy uh, gigs coming up. And believe it or not, if you're over in uh, Lebanon, I know this sounds weird, but uh, I'm going to be doing some stand-up shows in Lebanon uh, in April, the end of April, April 25th through like the 29th at St. George's Yacht Club in Lebanon. We're going to be over there with Jamie Kennedy and Jeremy Piven from Entourage. And oh, it's, it's going to be a real blast. So I know the odds of any of you listening are headed to Lebanon for a comedy show. But, you know, if you know anybody in Lebanon and uh, they want a good laugh, um, let them know. Uh, all right. And uh, if you want to uh, leave me a, uh, an email... You can uh, write me at harlanwilliams.com. You can go on our web store there. You can uh, always phone me like some of these great uh, Harland Highway pavement pounders did today. 323-739-4330. And uh, also become a premium member for $20 a year. You can get every episode we've ever done. And we're quickly coming up to 1,000 episodes. Unbelievable. Um, and you'll get bonus material that I throw up from time to time when I have time. My goodness, where does the time go, ladies and gurgle glargans? Um, also get the free app on your cell phone. Just type in the Harland Highway podcast on your app store, and that's no charge. You can listen to the show wherever you may be, okay? So there you go, everybody. Thank you for being here. I'm sorry about the raspy, nasally voice. My energy's probably not where it normally needs to be, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coming through my second week of this, and hopefully by next week I'm, I'm, I'm at my modeling weight again. I'm, I'm back on the cover of Elle magazine, whatever. I'm, I'm looking pretty all over again. So thanks for hanging in there with me. <clears throat> oh, listen to that. Good Lord. We ended just in time, didn't we? Uh, but thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. All right, baby. Take care. Take, take care and keep that calm beef for yours nice and warm. Bye-bye.